Normally we have a pint or two, but tonight we're going to pitch the pints. Pitch the pints, but we're going to come back to the pints for the first broadcast in 2022. Absolutely. We haven't, we haven't, we're still pints and pews. And we- Good evening and welcome to the Pints and Pews podcast. I'm your co-host, Dennis. And I'm that other co-host, Robert. And we're just a couple of guys talking the Catholic faith normally over a pint or two of our favorite beers. So why don't you pull up a chair, pour yourself a spirit, and listen in for the next little while. As we take the faith seriously, but not necessarily ourselves. And as always, if you want to take part in the conversation or have an idea for the podcast, leave us a comment or swing by our Facebook page and drop us a message. So Dennis, buddy, how are you doing this evening? Good, Robert. We're almost at Christmas. We're uh, getting into the spirit tonight, especially. And um, I feel good. Things are not, going well. Not only are we getting into the spirit, but we're we're getting into the spirits. As like I said in that intro, uh, you know, normally we talk the faith over a pint or two of our favorite beers. Uh, and like I was saying all summer, that normally we were a couple of guys talking the Catholic faith and you threw a wrench into the works and took a bit of a, a health hiatus there. Uh, again, today you wanted to throw a wrench into the works. And so normally we have a pint or two, but tonight we're going to pitch the pints. Pitch the pints, but we're going to come back to the pints for the first broadcast in 2022. Absolutely. We haven't, we haven't, we're still pints and pews and we'll be going back to the pints. But for this, because it's the Christmas season, it's the festive season, we decided to bring in a couple of spirits. So what do you have tonight, Robert? Well, tonight I have, and this was actually going to be my shout out this evening, uh, a really good buddy of mine, Ken, uh, who you've met once or twice at the Servian Ministry uh, events that were held in Toronto. Okay, yeah. Um, Ken's claim to fame is he looks a lot like Chuck Norris, so I don't know if that helps you remember. Yeah, yeah, that helps you remember Ken. Uh, so a little over a year ago, Ken and his family moved out to Calgary just to, to get away from the big city here in Toronto. They moved out to Calgary, and so this year uh, he sent to me an Alberta Premium Canadian rye, cask strength rye whiskey, uh, all the way from from Calgary, Alberta. Uh, I'm not much of a spirits drinker. I will have the odd brandy here or there uh, later in the evening. I'm not much of a a rye whiskey drinker at all, but I'm really looking forward to this rye whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, no, nor am I, but uh, it looks good. I, and I don't mind a cognac now and then as well. But but I have to tell you, the reason why I'm looking forward to this one is that the Jim Murray's Whiskey Bible, and, and I have no clue who Jim Murray is or why he's put together a whiskey Bible, but I guess they're the word on whiskey. And they have said this year for 2021, the Alberta Premium Cast Strength Rye, Risk, Rye Whiskey. Right is the world's whiskey of the year. Wow. It yeah, is, the, only, the only problem is you have to mention the listeners that your buddy sent you the 2020 version of the rye whiskey, did he not? That, that would not check surprise me in the least. I better check the date on that. So, uh, knowing Ken, no, this is the, this is the world whiskey of the year. Uh, it beat out 1,200 other entries wow. in the competition. That's very worldwide. impressive. Uh, it has been the Canadian rye whiskey of the year. Like it said, from 2006 through 2009, but this year it is the whiskey of the year. Uh, wow! Made from 100% rye grain and water from the Canadian Rockies, 
And they've noted uh, in an article from the, the CBC, I was reading that 85% of the rye grain that goes into this whiskey comes from within a 300 mile radius of Calgary. Huh. And that it truly is a, an Alberta product, the, the rye whiskey. So I'm really looking forward to, to that. There you go, the Canadian clubbers out there and the Crown Royal people, right? You've got, a, you've got some competition. There we go. I didn't and know now, there was 1,200 uh, rye whiskeys out there. Wow, that's impressive. Uh, I had no, no clue either. So, But no, because I'm really looking forward to that. The, yeah, and the, you haven't spoiled it with Coke or ginger ale, I see. So that's good. No, too. just a little bit over over some ice, which probably I, I, I shouldn't I, have done either. But, yeah. but the ice uh, is melting. So The, the ice is melting. So, yeah, so let us know then... Mr. Dennis, what festive spirits do you bring to the show this evening? I've got some lait de, well, I would say poule. There's no poule. Should that be poule, Robert? No, lait la de poule. Lait de poule. So, so that is what? So, so you've got some hen's milk. <laughs> okay, I'm not drinking hen's milk, people. Were you, were you in the backyard dog? milking some hens there, buddy, or what? <laughs> so I've got eggnog in, in, uh, for the season. I've got some beautiful St. Lucian rum. To go with my eggnog, which I just opened up. I think I've had it for a couple of years now. My wife picked it up at a duty-free a couple of years back. And some organic cinnamon. Did you know they made organic cinnamon, Robert? I think anything that's a plant-based product can be organic. Can organic. And then I have it in a beautiful Waterford crystal tumbler, which we got for our wedding, a wedding gift many, many years ago. And I'm ready to get started as soon as you lead us in prayer. Okay. So again, we can't do grace before beer because we're not having right. beers, but I did turn to uh, Michael Foley's Drinking with the Saints, the Sinner's Guide to a Holy Happy Hour. Uh, and in the introduction, he has a number of different blessings, a number of different prayers. Uh, and the one right off the top is the blessing of beer, which is our, our grace before beers. But I found this one and it's called a blessing of wine and other beverages. And so I think we're having the other beverages this evening. Right. Um, so we will say our prayer and then we can have our first sip. Excellent. In the name of the Father, <laughs> of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. If it please you, Lord God. Bless and consecrate these vessels of spirits by the power of your right hand, and grant that through the merits of St. John, apostle and evangelist, all your faithful who drink of it may find a help and protection. And as the blessed John drank the poisoned potion without any ill effects, so may all who today drink the blessed spirits in his honor be delivered from poisoning and similar harmful things. And as they offer themselves body and soul to you, may they obtain pardon for all their sins. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Nice, Robert. Very nice. Thank you. Cheers, buddy. Merry Christmas. I was going to say happy holidays, but I remember in the last podcast, you talked about your friend and you're not going on vacation in July, right? So I said Merry Christmas instead. Merry Anyhow, Merry Christmas. Yes, we're at the end of the year, Robert. Yeah, no, and you, were, you were saying you wanted to say this is the end of season one and the start of season two. That's right. We'll be starting season in January, although I, it's calendar season, of course, right? As you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. We had that talk and you, you yeah. were saying it's kind of like this is the, 
the new year or going into the new year, we're going to 2022. Because I said, really, we started towards the beginning of Lent. We did. 2021. And so I always had in my mind that, say, Ash Wednesday in the beginning of Lent would be also the beginning of our podcast season. But if we wanted to go to the beginning of, we could go to the beginning of the liturgical year, right? Which would be, we just passed. Which, which was three episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to just start in calendar years. And that way we could say we're already into season two and we haven't been a full. It's like those, you know, when they bring those sitcoms in in January and then they start in September again, they call it season two. So we, we can do this. We can take a little bit of a license here, Robert. A little bit. Of- and, and we definitely are artistic. Sitcom. Artistically sitcoms. We're actually a podcast, and I think we got to go back all the way to, to to March when, I mean, you first came up with the idea, Robert, as to, first of all, why you wanted to do a pipe podcast. I think I'm interested in that. I don't know if you ever really told me, and then the listeners are as well. And then in just why, you know, go with a partner, like why ask someone, and I'm glad you did ask me, but why did you, where did the genesis for this whole program start? Well, as one of our previous guests, Chris Karsten's asked when he was approaching what's a podcast uh, i think that was That's maybe exactly what-, what i was thinking when you had mentioned and i had listened to one po- podcast before um npr's this american life and that that's the only podcast i had ever listened to in my life so yeah so why a podcast i don't know uh i've kind of always been evol- involved a, a little bit in you know, some form or another of catholic internet evangelization media and that was something that had kind of percolated in the back of my own mind for a number of years and i started finally after about four or five years of praying and discerning finally started catholic moment right a youtube YouTube channel actually it was at the time when i started it was catholic moment and moment catholique because i did also a french version oh i didn't know that (laughs) And that I did for about a year and a half. I did both, but I was just trying to find that, you know, doubling up. So doing everything twice Mm -hmm. was just a a huge amount of work. Uh, And on the French side, it just wasn't getting the the same reception as it was getting on the English side. Okay. So I I eventually dropped the French side uh, and continued on with Catholic moment. Now the Catholic moment, videos as well the youtube channel uh, has gotten very spotty and sporadic as well because it comes down to a question of time um, yeah yeah uh i had been a guest on a couple of different podcasts i had been on the catholic canuck okay um, with our friend david scubin uh, i had been on the sewing hope podcast with my very good friend i'd been on the hungry for more podcast as well with uh Al Smith of Bishop Sheen today. Okay. Uh, I'm feeling really bad now because the, the, she really is. And DeSantis, and DeSantis of the right. Sewing Hope podcast. Uh, I was having, you know, one, one sip of cast strength rye whiskey, and that was it. My, my, was my, mem- my memory was gone. Well, there's a, a possible guest for 2022 because we have a dirt, we've had a dearth of female guests so far on our show, as you know. So we can certainly bring her into the podcast. The other two gentlemen you mentioned, of course, you've had on the show. Yeah, so we we've had a number of, of different guests through through the show. But now coming back to your question, you know, why a podcast? Well, I, I enjoyed the experience. Uh, as many people have told me, I have a face for radio. I yes, have a face do. for podcasting. Right, uh, and I just thought that sounds cool. Why don't 
why don't we give that a try? But also, I didn't want to do it on my own. I, I knew that it had to be conversational. I knew that uh, there had to be that banter there. There had to be, you know, that fellowship, that faith right. and fellowship aspect of it. Yeah. And, and as we've said a couple of times here on the podcast, um, we would go out, especially pre-COVID times, we'd go out you know, maybe every other week to the pub and have a beer. And a lot of times we would be talking about things of the faith. And so many times I thought, you know, shouldn't we just be flipping record on this? That's right. I remember right. you saying that a couple of times. And, and I think to do a podcast with someone else, there needs to be that rapport there just to kind of come in as two people that really don't know much of each other uh, would be a little bit awkward. Right. 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 And so that's why I approached you to, to do that podcast, to do this podcast, this podcast. Yeah. yeah and even that took a couple months of, I remember cajoling that. And, yeah, and we finally got together in, in Lent. Um, I remember you saying that we, you know, we are going to do this podcast, and I, I didn't know what to expect, but I mean, you did, you've always done the background, you know, for the guests and certainly the routine and the organizational aspects of it. You've kept that in check, and, th- and that's important because it all there's a certain, certain, certain sense, excuse me, of familiarity with our, you know, our podcast. You know, you're going to, we're going to talk about the beers at the beginning, you know, we're going to have, you know, every other show will probably be a guest on it and you you've got you've had some great you found some great guests over the past year robert a lot of really really good people and really faith-filled people as well well and that's the beauty of the catholic internet world that's the beauty of the 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 catholic world of the the catholic community is there are so many fantastic people out there and the internet and podcasting and youtube and blogs uh, have really allowed for the catholic community to come together and for you know people who normally wouldn't know each other you know most of the guests that we've had on our paths never would have crossed Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for the the internet and getting to meet these people again through the the catholic community truly has been a blessing and I'd say that's probably been the, the biggest blessing out of this whole experience. Yeah. Or, and and we're, we're lucky, we were lucky to have them on. I'd learned so much from them. And the ones, you know, the times in, when I was off for a little while, I mean, just listening to those guests was so informative. They And they seem like really down to earth people. And, and you've had such success in terms of when you've been contacting them and able to get them on. For the most part, they've been very receptive to coming on, even though they themselves are probably very busy as well, I would imagine. Yeah, not everybody says yes. Not everybody says yes. And the few times where people have said no, who have declined coming on the Pines and Cues mm-hmm. podcast, it's because they're busier than all get out. It's yeah. because they are also out evangelizing. Right. They're also you know, doing YouTube channels and they're doing podcasts and they're doing you know, online ministry work and they're providing you know, live uh, retreats via Zoom as things are starting to open up. Some of them are actually even starting to travel a little bit again. <laughs> well, that's good to see because we're starting to go the other way up here. And then you but you're still doing your Catholic moment. Are you doing that still or? I would still love to be doing the Catholic moment and the ideas and the wheels are, are constantly turning. Uh, the biggest issue for me is time. time. 
And it's not necessarily the time to get in front of the camera and film them. Though that being said, everything is done uh, out of my basement, whether it's the YouTube videos or the podcast. So uh, you know, running a home studio like that, you have to set things up and take things down because you, you can't have a media studio in your living room seven days a week. Right, right. I mean, yeah. you've uh, you've just put out another book, so I think listeners uh, would you would they be able to get a hold of that if they wanted to? Is that available on your? Yeah, and so again, like you say, the time and, and time of th- to put things together. So yeah, no, another book has come out, and I love writing. Um, working on books three and four as well. Oh, excellent. Uh, when, when when I have time to sit down and write. So yeah, though the the latest book, Five Smooth Stones. Facing the Goliath of Our Fears, uh, where I look at the story of David and Goliath. And when David went to take on Goliath, he went to the riverbed and he picked up five smooth stones. So what are the the five smooth stones that we put in our own shepherd's pouch to take on the Goliath of our fears in our lives? And so I look at humility and I look at wisdom and virtue and courage and the grace of God. Uh, so yeah, that's kept me busy as well. Uh, the the last three weeks in a row at different a book signings, yeah. Uh, and God willing, if everything still is coming together, I've got another one set up for the end of January, and oh. want to do an online retreat based on the book as well. Uh, and over at Smart Catholics, I've been invited to to do a reading there. So it, it's really finding the time to slip all of these things in. And what I found with the videos and the podcast, uh, in some ways, it takes longer to to edit the podcast, but that's just because there's so much more raw material involved. Right. Right. And I don't think don't think people really quite understand what goes into putting these things together. Uh, the podcast, now that we're we're comfortable and the flow is better, it's a lot easier to put together where I'm not having to edit out so often where one of us is, um, and, mm, oh, and all of the, of those positive or the, or the, the, the huge pregnant pauses of dead air time. So that's gotten better and that's gotten easier to put together. But for say for every hour of podcast that hits the air, you're probably looking at about four hours worth of work, whether that's tracking down a guest ahead of time, inviting them. Going through the outline, making up an outline. Making up an outline, going through doing their bios, doing a little bit of research in in the background as well. Uh, A lot of our guests have their own podcasts themselves. So listening to their podcasts to, to get a feel for who they are or reading their books or reading their material. And then once we have the raw material, like I just said, going through it and listening to it, and that's a blessing in and of itself as well. All of these podcasts, I've been a part of the conversation and I've gotten to listen in on the conversation at least once or twice afterwards. Which could, which is, I guess, a mixed blessing as well. I mean, you could get tired of listening to your voice, to my voice. I mean, the fact that you're doing that as well, that's great because that you have to go through it. I mean, you put the music in there. I mean, we both agreed right away on that intro theme. So that was kind of the one thing that we came up with. Didn't take very long. And you 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 do you find a good way of putting in the music in and out of 
throughout the podcast, kind of nice little breaks in the podcast. And within the podcast themselves, within the episodes, when I am listening to them again afterwards, the breaks are there naturally. Mm-hmm. And again, that's part of having the routine and having it organized ahead. So we we have them set up into segments, like you were saying earlier. You know that we're going to start off, we're going to talk about the beers and we're going to do grace before beer. Right. You, you know we're going to talk about a beer faith-related element if it's just you and I or we're going to talk to our guests about faith and fellowship. We know that in the second segment with guests that you're going to unleash your inner Marcus Grodi. Marcus Grodi, that's right. And you're, you're going to and you're going to step out of the way and let them tell their stories. Uh, with ourselves, you know we're going to pull out a few quotes that we want to talk about. So what do you think has worked best throughout the year, Robert? What what have we what is what have we done well and what do we kind of need to to tweak for 2022? How amenable are you to going back to the hospital for a couple of months? <laughs> you know, once, <laughs> no. once days enough per well, I should say per year, for let's say for every 10, 20 years. Um, no, please God, I'm not going anywhere. So you're stuck with me for the next few episodes, anyhow. Um but I'm just wondering, do you think that we need to tweak a few things? Maybe, I mean, we've got, you know, we've got that hour length. It sits around an hour, usually on or often, you know, above or be below just an hour. I think that's a good length that we have going. I think, well, I, I think that's a great. question. To, that's a question to ask our listeners. Too. Yeah. You know, let us know, what do you think we're doing? Well, what do you think maybe needs a, l- a little bit of tweaking? And some people have done that. Some people have chimed in over on the Facebook page or have sent us a message uh, and saying, you know, th- this is working for you, th- that this is not working for you. Um, That's good. Good feedback, right? I think getting, like I said, we need to get some, you know, some female guests going forward. You know that as well as I do. Yeah, right? and, and I think we've got a, I think we've got a couple of names too there and the, uh, lined up on the back burner. So again, uh, in the new year, getting those invitations out and you know, but just getting, that they... you put the podcast out there. I know you can get it on Spotify. Apple, but what, I mean, there's so much out there. How do we, you know, how do we go about differentiating from, you know, or just making sure that we're in the mix with other podcasts out there? You seem to be working because we're getting people from all over the world listening, right? Well, I think the concept of pints and pews Mm -hmm. has really struck a chord with people. And I think that's what has made us a little bit different from the other Catholic podcasts that are out there. Because I know a number of our guests, when I said why don't you come and we'll, you know, we'll have a beer and we'll talk to the faith over a beer. And they get really excited uh, <laughs> about that notion. And we had one guest that even out on Twitter, he put out, you know, I've just been invited to be on a podcast where I drink a beer and talk about the faith. How cool is that? That's a good line. That's a really cool line. Right. And so I, and we were deciding about that name. I think it was a little bit longer at first. And I think you had said, no, we need to kind of shorten that. I think it was, we had come up with a few and we finally decided, you know, less is best kind of thing. And it fits the hat, the caps perfectly. Right. So that worked out well. Yeah. At one point we were talking about the, the GK Chesterton quote, you know, that we, that we end off with each mm-hmm. episode, you know, in Catholicism, the pint, the pint, pipe, the and, the pipe and the cross can all fit together. That's right. And so well, we, we were going to go, go that long, but we were going to do, it was, it was a little bit longer than this one. I just can't remember. Yeah. We were going to go pint, pipe and cross. Um, but oh. there was an, an, an old podcast. I don't think they're, 
they're broadcasting anymore, but there was an old podcast with that name. So we thought, no, we don't want any confusion. At one point we said, how about pints in the pews? In the pews. That's right. Pints in the pews. And both of our wives separately and simultaneously said to us, well, are you condoning drinking in church? Yeah. We don't want to have a pint in the pew. No, that's not. So so we couldn't do that. So we came up with pints and pews. Uh, I've heard other people say, oh, when I mentioned the the premise of it, that, you know, we're going to have a a beer and talk with the Catholic faith. Are you going to call it beer and Bibles? (laughs) It's like, well, no, we're going to be talking a little bit more than, than Bibles. So pints and pews. uh, I really like the alliteration. Yes. The alliteration works well, doesn't it? So I think that that premise of having a a drink and talking the faith has really struck home with a a lot of people. It's really struck a chord out there. Uh, I think people, like that we talk a little bit about the beers at the beginning. They like Absolutely. hearing about different beers, getting to know and learn about different beers. Well, my biggest wish was that there would be some way to open up the border, make it a little bit easier to get craft beers from around the world. Right, right. We just have to do around the world a road trip and visit as many craft breweries as we can get to. God, God willing. I mean, that's also oh, percolating in the back of my mind is to one day we should maybe organize a Pints and Pews pilgrimage. Right. And speaking of percolating, I'm thinking because it is the, the giving season and stuff, I think by the end of this episode, we're going to have to we're going to have to give away another cap just because it is the end of 2022. So um, we'll think of something by the end of the podcast and um, hopefully we can give you did give away another cap in the last podcast. We, 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 on the last podcast that we did with the liturgy guys, we talked mm-hmm. about as far as our, our first big giveaway, the two ways for people to get a hat is either to like and follow the Facebook page or to give a rating and or review on your favorite platform. Take a screenshot of that and send it into us <laughs> at pintsandpews at gmail.com. <laughs> and we will be doing, uh, that draw. I don't want to make the announcement of the winners right now because I want oh. to get in touch with I want to get in touch with the winners right. first. And once they, they've graciously accepted the hat, uh, we will make that announcement on a on an episode early in January 2022. Perfect. Perfect. And we'll still give a Christmas cap giveaway. I don't know what we'll do in that sense, but with something will will be on the website shortly. As well, any highs and lows? What what stood out? Was there a pleasant surprise this year? A favorite guest? I don't want to say a favorite guest because that certainly puts our other guests. But there were a couple of really, um, we had a couple of really great guests. A couple of religious priests come on the show. I know, I know, one of the ones that we did earlier on was with um, Father Matt McCarthy. And for me, because I, I we both knew Father know Father Matt quite well, uh, that was certainly a highlight. And and what a what an important position as vocations director for the Toronto Archdiocese. So just to have him talk about, you know, his role um, and the importance of that role within the faith, that was really important. And I think having Father Matt on as our first guest was a really good way for us to break in our chops with having a guest on the podcast. That we were familiar with, yeah. Yeah, because he is such a good friend. And we have known him for a number of years now. It didn't make it that much easier and that less intimidating 
right, for, right. for both of us to have that chat with him. Uh, and, I, and I would have to say, having guests on the podcast, and it's not to take anything away from my regular co-host. Exactly. No offense taken. Right. And it's not for me to feel offended from you when you're saying this as well. I think that that really has been the high point is having guests on the show and getting to meet all of these different people to hear their stories, to hear their passion for the Catholic faith and to hear uh, their evangelization efforts that they've got going on. And so when you say, is there a favorite guest out of any of the, the guests, and I think we've had maybe half a dozen on right, half a dozen. Uh, since we started doing that back in the summer. I would say no, there's no favorite because uh, it would be like me asking you, of your three children, who is the favorite? Right. Right. Now, but let me ask you this. Did you did you know going in that you were it was it just going to be me and you or did you always have in the back of your mind that you were going you were going to have guests on the show? When we first started out, my thought was it was going to be just you, yourself and myself. Yeah. It would just be the two of us. But as we got going and as we got more comfortable with the medium, because if you go back and listen to those first uh, few episodes, which I have not done because like you said, we get tired of listening to our yeah. own voices yeah. and you become very aware of your own idiosyncrasies as well. If we go back to those first episodes we would say like, how did we even keep going? I'm sure that they're very stilted, very awkward, really not sure exactly what we were doing. Rough and ready kind of thing. Yep. Maybe just rough. I don't know how ready we're, <laughs> we're but maybe just rough. But as that awkwardness drifted away, as we became more familiar with each other as co-hosts, as we became more comfortable. Right in our role as co-hosts with one another, it started to dawn on me that you know, inviting someone else in to the mix on occasion would be good. And it would also be good, not just for ourselves and for the podcast, it would be good for their own evangelization efforts and, and getting the word out for themselves and what they're all about. Like you said, our very first guest, Father Matt McCarthy, the vocations director of the Archdiocese of Toronto. Mm -hmm. you know, God willing, maybe that podcast, somebody down at the Newman Center heard that, and they have been discerning that call to the priesthood or a call to religious life. And so they've gotten in touch with Father Matt as well. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, we can only put the seeds out there. I can't believe that was our first guest. That seems so not that long ago, but I guess we had been doing quite a few podcasts before we had our first guest on. So maybe that's why, because I think that was by maybe the summertime. Wasn't that, that was in July because yeah, uh, we started in March. So we had done quite a few episodes without getting a guest. Is there anything about the podcast themselves that surprised you, this podcast business? One of the things that surprised me, Robert, was the fact that there was a a Catholic podcast ranking out there. Was there not or something? So that, that totally surprised me that there'd be even rankings on podcasts or top 10 or top hundred lists or something like that. For me, the biggest surprise was the amount of work that goes into it and that it seemed to be even more work than putting the videos together. 
Like when I put the Catholic the videos, you mean the, the, the Catholic the, moment, the Catholic moment videos, yeah. which are yeah. usually five to 10 minutes and still take, you know, a couple of hours to, right. to put together, whether it's getting everything together beforehand or the editing process of, of those as well with the right. video right. intro and the music and then putting pictures over top of the video and, and all of this. And I thought, okay, podcast, we get on, we talk, we record it put a little bit of music at the beginning, a little bit of music at the end and send it on out there. And then I realized that it's going to take a little bit more effort than that to make myself not only intelligible, but intelligent. Mm -hmm. Right. And both of us, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, myself more (laughs) more than you, but that's, (laughs) so I, that for me, that was the biggest surprise. The the high points again is, you know, getting to know the, the different, guests the guests that we've had right we've been uh, blessed with such great guests over the past year that's for sure yeah whether it's Fa- father matt or the catholic canuck again was one of the early ones and al smith from the fulton sheen right. from bishop sheen today yeah father greg uh, who was an atheist at one time right? Fa- father gregory merkley uh who we both met when he was a seminarian right uh, dominic d'souza from smart catholics mm-hmm. uh as well was on and S- steve mcavoy um talking about books and i want to you know a lot of them i almost want to have them them on again and most recently we had the the liturgy guys guys, and really we invited them onto our podcast but as we were recording it i felt like i was in the middle of a liturgy guys podcast Mm -hmm. right and and talk about i mean there's six seasons in and talk about guys that are you know have gotten rid of that awkwardness when they, when they get going and they start bantering. Uh, And as I'm re-listening to it, as I'm preparing it and I'm missing half the jokes that are, were being said on that front. I love, yeah. You know what they're bantering and they're, and yet you're learning so much along the way, even though they're throwing a joke here and there. Right. So it's great the way the three of them do such a great job on that podcast. Yeah. And they've just recently won a Catholic podcasting award. And you just mentioned that there is uh, Catholic podcast rankings. And I wasn't aware of that either until I got an email out of the blue from the people. uh, And again, I'd have to to look it up. No, I I completely forget the name of the website that did that. But now we're in the top 80 Catholic podcasts that are out there. Um, well below the liturgy guys as we should be right now but maybe one day we'll be up there right with them uh one of the top 15 catholic podcasts in canada wow as well so you're not going to tell me there's 16 podcasts in canada or anything like that are you there's a few more i hope well there's only 12 but we're number 15 (laughs) right uh but that was a pleasant surprise as well and if people are looking for for links to those lists, whether it's the top 80 worldwide Catholic podcasts or the top 15 in Canada, those links are on the, the Pints and Pews Facebook page. So you can swing by there and, and scroll down a little bit and oh, you'll great. be able to yeah. find those. So th- those are up there. Uh, that was really a highlight as well, because that kind of came out of the blue. Yeah, that was, I remember when you told me that, that was, that was quite exciting. Now, looking forward to, uh, you know, our, our season two coming up very shortly. Are there any changes? You're not going to say that you're flying solo as of January 2022, Robert. That's the one thing I 
I hope please, you're not. Please, God, I won't be flying solo. <laughs> yeah, please, God. Uh, you know, you're going, you're eliminating the co host. No, 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 definitely not eliminating the co host. So that's, uh, don't, don't worry, your job is safe. My job is secure so far. That's good because I, I, I need the extra pay, which hasn't really amounted to anything so far, Robert. No, um, uh, that, we that have check a, will bounce. We have a very exciting guest who happened to be one of our first listeners. I'm really excited about this particular guest coming up. Yeah, so we have guests lined up through January, February, and March. March yeah. um, as we were talking about having that routine, and, and you were alluding to earlier that, you know, We'll probably be recording every other week. So two podcasts a month, right. one where it's just the two of us and then one with a guest. Right. And so, yeah, one of our very first listeners and one of the very first people to interact with us on the Facebook page, uh, Robert Lichner, will be on the podcast in January. I'm really looking forward to that. He's going to set us straight because I know you like drinking the Polish beer. Well, I'm not going to bring a Polish beer that day because he will correct my pronunciation and good for him. He should. But yeah, I just don't, I'll just go with a, you know, a non-Polish beer at that time. But yeah, it's exciting. I mean, he gave us some great feedback at the beginning, said he enjoyed our show. And it was, I mean, I remember you reading the comments out to me, Robert, and I was kind of impressed that he took the time. So we're really excited about that. Yeah, and, no, I, uh, I think that's going to be really yeah. cool to, to talk with a listener. Uh, and then in February, we have Father Eric Ma of the Archdiocese of Toronto lined up. Now, Father Eric, again, not only evangelizing within his own parish, but he has the Catholic Latte YouTube channel and podcast out there. And in the Catholic Latte podcast, Father Eric does an amazing job of looking at our contemporary world, looking at North American society today with a Catholic lens, whether whether it's you know, new shows that are coming out something that's in the news uh he's really into movies so he'll look at the the big blockbuster movies that are hitting the the cinemas and we'll look at those and give a review of those with a catholic lens okay. so i'm really looking forward to, to speaking to father eric and where's and, when's father eric coming on okay. so we will be recording with father eric somewhere early to mid-february okay great and he's got a great story as well, not not to, to spoil it too much, but you know, a young gentleman who, with a law degree, discerned a call to the priesthood. Oh. So I'm really looking forward to that. And then in March, we have lined up uh, early in March to record with David Patterson of Yes Catholic. Okay. And Yes Catholic, uh, there's the website that's out there. Uh, but he also does interviews and he asks people to come on and share their story. Now, when I say that he asks people, let's just say we are not exactly within the demographic range of the guests that David has on Yes Catholic. We're talking older or younger? They're quite a bit younger. Hmm. Right? Uh, I'd say almost the age of, of our children. children. Okay. Right? So it's saying they're 20s and 30s. Um, but young, dynamic, faith-filled Catholics that are come on, yes, Catholic, to share their story. Uh, Father Matt again was was one of his guests. Okay, on there as well. Uh, and from what I saw on the Yes Catholic Facebook page recently, uh, he's had sixty-four guests 
this year. And they'll do a, a live video interview, usually on Sunday evening on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then those remain out there on Instagram and on their YouTube page, uh, as well as question and answer sessions. So I'm really looking forward to talking with David. Uh, I've met David a few times at different events. Uh, he is a high school chaplain out in the West End of Toronto. So at mm-hmm. different educa- Catholic education events in Toronto, uh, we've crossed paths and we've chatted uh, from time to time. And I know, too, he's got an amazing story Excellent. to, to share as well. Really exciting. Um, so after that, to... there's, there's nothing nothing else. There's a number of ideas that are in the works. Just you and me, I guess, after that point. Yeah. When you say a number of ideas in the works, I mean, I remember listening to the liturgy guys and they were on. They were off in uh, November, I believe, doing a couple of live broadcasts on the road type thing. So that's something down the road, certainly. You know, not not certainly on the back burner for sure, but something down the road that we might might may consider. You know, I would love that as things start opening up. Exactly. Uh, yes, opening up is the key. I mean, you and I are both used to speaking in front of a crowd. You know, as as teachers, that's right. what we do day in and day out right. is we're right. we're speaking in in front of an audience. Uh, I do have to say it's a little bit different when it's an audience of adults as opposed adults, to an, yeah. <laughs> an audience of teenagers. Um, but also having gotten a little bit started in the, the Catholic speaking world, mm-hmm. uh, it really is cool to be able to get out to different parishes and meet people and, and speak with them and talk about the faith with them because there's so much to learn from people across the Catholic community that even though, you know, you may be the one given the presentation, you still have so much to learn from the people that are, are sitting there. And I think that would be great to do a parish event mm-hmm. where say it's yourself and myself having a pint and talking the Catholic faith, but then also taking questions from the audience yes. and, and discussing those as well. Uh, and I've heard of, I have a friend at one time, he was doing uh, Abbey beer tastings. Oh. So as I, I'm having my Alberta premium cast strength rye whiskey, and I've heard my dad was very much a, a Scotch whiskey aficionado, and he would go to these whiskey nosings. Mm-hmm. So the, you know, the tastings for the Get different Scotch whiskeys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this other friend that I know, and I'm not sure if he still does it again, COVID throws a wrench into everything as far as getting people together, but he would do tastings of Abbey beers. So at an event, you, know, you would be able to try maybe three or four different Abbey beers, kind of the same when you go to the craft brewery and you get the flight of beers. Right. right? And we've and got it, our paddles here, right? You've bought us a couple of paddles so we can take our paddles with us, right? And we can just... As far as Abbey breweries, I think the closest, go to Europe for that one, eh? I was going to say the closest one, there's a Trappist brewery in Spencer, Massachusetts. Okay. All right. That would maybe be the closest one that I could think of. But yeah, I would love to do an evening in a parish hall where there were, you know, maybe three or four different Abbey beers, whether it's the, the Chimay or the Rochefort, right. Or the, or the Spencer 
out of Massachusetts just to try that and to introduce people to the Abbey beers. Yeah. And you know what, it just coming out of COVID, I mean, we, we've, it would be great to just to get into some parishes and, and do something like this in front of a, you know, a few people. But, and, um, and the, and the other notion on that too, is if you have a craft brewery, if you're out there listening to the podcast and you have a craft brewery and you wanted to do an event like that, uh, we'd be more than happy to come out to your craft Absolutely. brewery uh, and do that. And speaking about that, I think that was probably for me, one of the, the highlights of the month of December this year anyways, was doing the book signing at the old flame brewery right. here in Port Perry. In Port Perry uh, and Newmarket. Yes. Yeah, great, great atmosphere. Uh, great beer. Great beers. I want to say a great book was on offer as well, but um, I'm still waiting to hear from the critics. Uh, and, and great friends and great company yeah so yeah I, I would love to to do an event like that so you know again god willing that we get through this pandemic and god willing you know those kind of events and people coming together because faith and fellowship is hugely important and that fellowship element is is huge in developing the faith Absolutely, Robert. It's it's critical. And you know what has been such a, a bonus for me just being part of this podcast for the last year, because it's made me think about my faith. It's made me discern a little bit more. And it's certainly it, it's opened me up to these guests and their life stories. And it, it's been nothing but a positive for me. So I'm just I feel very blessed to be part of this. So thank you for that. And, and I now, feel very blessed to have had you as part of that. As do you well, have any so. New Year's resolutions before we we head on to the a couple of quotes that we've no, I don't really do New Year's resolutions. I'd rather, you know, have a New Year's, have a Lenten resolution than I would a New Year's resolution myself. I, I've never been big for those. Yourself? I've never been huge on them anyways, because my New Year's resolution usually lasts until about noon. Noon on New Year's Day? <laughs> on, on New Year's Day. Yeah. Well, my uh, New Year's resolution is to gain about 10 pounds, and, and yours is to give you those give you those 10 pounds i wouldn't say lose 10 pounds i wouldn't put you on the spot like that no we can't have any news well maybe make a lenten resolution but i don't know if i can if i'm giving up the beer this lent so we'll have to see about that one yeah and i think like you say too and i find it easier through lent i don't know if there's just that spiritual spiritual notion that goes along with it yes yes but i find it easier at lent to keep my Lenten promise, right? Where a new, a new year's resolution for whatever reason, there just isn't, there isn't the same accountability. There's not there's. And when do you, when do you keep, how long do you keep that new? There's like no end date. I mean, is it a 306? That's an awful long resolution. I mean, well, and, and that's where, when I look at Lent and we'll talk about this as we get closer to Lent, but I always say, you know, our Lenten promise needs to become an Easter habit. Because your, your Lenten promise is about drawing yourself closer to God, about becoming you know, the best person that right. God has called you to be. And so you, you talk about having an end date for it. And yes, but hopefully when you get past that Easter end date of your Lenten promise, you have developed a holy habit. But that's for another podcast. No, absolutely. Yeah, but you're right. It has to uh, it has to go all the way, doesn't it? It can't just be that, you know, you do that one little thing for for four yeah, and, and so and you're done. No. And so thinking about New Year's resolution or thinking about 
uh, Lenten promises or, or making changes for the better. Uh, I do have one little quote here to finish up my end of this episode's podcast before we sign off. And again, coming back to the last episode where it was just yourself and myself, and we spoke about you having an Ignatian experience. Right. And I have been doing the daily devotional of reading a section of St. Ignatius of Loyola's The Spiritual Exercises. Okay. Uh, And again, these are just recently that I've kind of come through, and it's been very much an Advent related part of the exercises that I've been going through. So again, God's grace that is the timing of you know reading about Advent and the nativity during the season of Advent. And I didn't plan it that way. That's just the way the pages have been opening up. So in the spiritual exercises where St. Ignatius is you know asking the reader to meditate on Christ's life at Nazareth. And kind of the, the third point of that section, you know, at Nazareth, Jesus Christ grew in grace and wisdom before God and before men. So talking about, you know, just growing in God's grace and thinking and meditating on Christ growing uh, in grace. I mean, God, Christ is full of, of grace, but just that human nature of his growing in grace. And so St. Ignatius calls us to recall to ourselves that holiness of life depends on the sanctity of ordinary actions. So again, coming back to that notion of a, a New Year's resolution like that you're asking about, that yeah. the holiness of life depends on the sanctity of ordinary actions. Right. He's not looking for the great things, right? Just those ordinary actions we do on a daily basis. And so you have to ask yourself, is that why so many New Year's resolutions mm fail because we are looking for the grandiose we're looking to hit that home run right 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 or you're a golfer you're looking to hit that hole in one on a par five right right it it just isn't it's just not going to happen but it's in the sanctity of those little actions it's in the sanctity of our day-to-day life how do you carry yourself when you interact with your family it's funny that you spoke of actions too, Robert, because mine actually deals with actions too. And it kind of ties into the New Year's resolutions. It's from St. Vincent Pilati. I believe that's St. Vincent's Kitchen, isn't it? In Oshawa, the St. Vincent Pilati? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. A, that's the um, the kitchen for the homeless in downtown Oshawa. You're right. right. And this is the the only reason I chose this is, is because this I, 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 I have to work on this. This is part of my 2022 Buddy, Remember you've got that, you, you've got a lot to work I, on. I got to work we, on a lot. That, that's this, a whole other podcast in and this of is, itself. This is one of the big ones. Remember that the Christian life is one of action, not of speech and daydream. Let there be few words and many deeds, and let them be done well. And that kind of ties into the your your little quote there as well. I think they, in fact, we didn't even touch base on our different quotes, but they kind of seem to speak in this. They speak the same language, if you will. Kind of and I'm, make a difference. And I'm finding it uh, ironic that you bring a quote that we need to talk less and do more on a podcast where all we do is talk. I know I was thinking that too. <laughs> I didn't want to bring that up, but the fact that you mentioned that. But another show has come and gone, Robert. Where is the time flown? It is almost Christmas. Our listeners hopefully will be 
listening in and we will have to shortly depart, but we will be back in another year. Not like a full calendar year. I just mean in 2022. So you're one of those guys that on January, on on December 31st. See you next year. See you. (laughs) No, not usually, but I thought I'd throw it in there. So how was the rum and eggnog? The rum and eggnog was good, but unfortunately it was, I'm on to my second rum and eggnog. So, so it was only, yeah. When it's not a pint filled glass, it's a, it's a, it's a half hour glass. Well, you can't really tell if it's, you know, you had a full, rum and eggnog or did you just have a half so what about your rye is it still going strong it, it's still going strong i mean that has to be sipped a little bit slower than a rum and eggnog oh know, for sure more, for sure got more eggnog than rum so it goes down a bit smooth i still want to come over to your place and watch you milk the hens but that's oh my god Le de poule. i know the and this is the world's finest rye whiskey and i can't complain uh, thank okay. you, thank you, Ken, for sending that along. That is a beautiful rye whiskey. Like I said, I'm not a whiskey drinker, but that is definitely a, a cold for me. A cold winter's night with the the flakes falling outside, and a book, and sitting on the sofa beside yeah. the fire. Kind Can you of hold whiskey. up your glass? Why did you pour your rye whiskey into a tall glass like that, Robert? It's only to be a short that, that, That's the same. That's the same size as your. That's I'm a, just teasing you. Yeah, you got it in a you, You've got fine Waterford Crystal. The best I have is IKEA. <laughs> I'll have to send you one. I'm gonna ship you one of my glasses out there. But listen, um, it's been great, Robert. It's been a. It's. It, I can't believe it's almost been a year. But it, it, we're we're entering season two. We're finishing up the year. And hopefully our uh, our next year is as good as the first one and better. It, it has been a fantastic year. It has been quite a voyage and quite a journey. I have thoroughly loved it. I have thoroughly enjoyed having made this journey with you. And I know I tease you that you know one of the highlights was when you weren't on the show. But yeah. I really I really couldn't think of anyone else that I would want to do something like this with. You know what, Robert, and I feel the same way. And I I really enjoyed listening to those shows as I was convalescing. Those shows that you had with those guests at that time was the perfect bomb that I needed at that time. So that's great. But I don't want to have to do that on my own again. No, please, God. I will stay healthy. No more double cheeseburgers and uh, and the like, at least not for a while. So it it has been a pleasure talking again this evening, Dennis. Uh, Both the drinks, the, the rum and eggnog, and the rye whiskey have been nice, right? But especially, also, especially the rum and eggnog and the rye whiskey. But the conversation has been, has been good as well. And I think just before we wrap things up, there's maybe one small favor we could ask of our listeners. Absolutely. If you could take a quick moment and a couple of clicks to follow the Pints and Pews podcast on your platform and give us a review. And while you're at it, give us a like on Facebook and drop us a line there or at pintsandpews at gmail.com. Okay, Robert, and we will chat again soon. God willing. And until then, why don't we remind our listeners of the wise words of G.K. Chesterton. In Catholicism, the pint, the pipe, and the cross can all fit together. God bless. We'll see you next year, Robert. (laughs) 